So as we start recording the last episode we'll record this year, we find ourselves in an interesting situation. Um, how much space is left on the SD card of our podcast recorder thing, Chris Hendry? 50 minutes. Right. So not only do we have to uh, think of a topic, we have to think of a topic and guesstimate that it's a topic that will take, n- usually we have as much time as we want, uh, be that short or long to uh, ra- like rank whatever idea we come up with here on Rank Ideas, but we have to pick one that we think is going to take no more than, due to this rant now, 48 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that's really true. I mean, obviously that is materially completely true, but I don't think, you know, it's, what's that law where um, your job, like time, oh, what is it? like the job that you got to do expands or contracts depending on how much time you've got to do it. Nick Deladovic's law, I think is what. I can use Deladovic's law. Okay. <laughs> yeah. well, so, so say, for example, if we pick um, as a topic, you know, the world and everything in it, yes. then we'll just have to speak really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> just hurrying as an idea. Yeah, we won't have any of this like casual pre-episode chat. Nah, come on. Dynamic. There's, there's no time. No. All right. Well, let's let's spend all the time thinking about what topic we can do quickly. You know what one I wanted to do? Um, no. Uh, redemption. Oh. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Welcome to the Rank Ideas Podcast. It's the best podcast in the world if what you're looking for is Nick Deladovic and myself, Chris Endry, ranking every idea from the human canon on an ever-expanding list from best to worst. On those stakes, it can't be beat. I'm Nick. Um, and I realise now that what we just did in that opening teaser really makes it, if we wanted to make it uh, really seem like the ideas were pre-selected rather than just coming up at the start, just, uh, you know, it's, uh, token preamble. What if we do this idea? Sounds great. Oh, do you think that people think that we're fluffing these? I I mean, I guess what happens often is that I just decide what I want to do and you're very nice about it, but not always. Yeah, but that's a, that's the dynamic. It's, I'm not nice about it. It suits me. Mm, that's, it's, <laughs> Otherwise, I have to keep a, you know, a three kilobyte file on my notes app like you do. It suits me to be agreeable, Nick. <laughs> See that that doesn't change. <laughs> yeah, the subterranean world of... Um, just, I guess, I guess, white hatred that I have for you. Yeah, <laughs> it'll come out one day. It'll come out. <laughs> um, today we're ranking redemption, though. I um, see the idea of redemption everywhere all the time, and yeah. I just think, yeah, it's kind of a funny one because, and maybe a funny one to rank on its own, even though that's what we have to do to every human idea uh, on a long enough timeline with this podcast. But yeah, it seems it seems a thing that people invest in a lot. Um, the idea of someone who ha- has been uh, judged to have done wrong or become quote unquote a bad person um, or a fallen person um, going through a process an ordeal or a series of sacrifices something with cho- better choices quote unquote um, and then being able to be judged as better or good again or just um, yeah I don't even yeah it's was what do you think Chris like is it about how much is redemption even about where the person ends up at the end of it versus just people's investment in the idea of the like redemption as a process that, that uh, is necessary or that people do. 
Yeah, it's difficult because we could be talking about it in two ways. I guess there's, I guess the way in which we're going to be ranking it is we're going to be looking at the story form of redemption, which is the idea that if you do do something bad, then there is something that you can do to atone for it, or yep. like, and 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 it it seems to be a social drama that plays out where that involves, um, you know, be, uh, some sort of sanction or prohibition where you're not allowed in the same spaces and i don't mean physically but like you're not treated in the same way yeah and then but you know if you do do something then you're then thought of and talked about in a whole different way and normally a um with like a new golden band around you because you've gone through hardship and traversed it and you know even though you did horrible things you're now this great person who's seen true hardship and and overcome it or whatever and like a lot of you know the the conventional storytelling form that you know dominates popular culture has redemption almost intrinsically baked in because there's the idea that people somewhere in the story, the person that you're sympathizing with makes mistakes that they then have to atone for. Or they betray themselves. They betray Their themselves. Their true nature. Exactly. They they uh, get the thing that they think they wanted, but you know, at the expense of the thing that they need until they then get the thing that they need, um, which is... Um, which is all just a narrative. A luck dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Um, that's the thing they really needed the whole time. Exactly. The, lo- the luck dragon. Exactly. But unfortunately, they selfishly pursued hard work and caring for others. <laughs> Spending time with their family. Blew it. Um, what do we, yeah, what is that, what is, on a facile level or even on a deep level, what is there to like about the concept of redemption? Let's start, let's start in the warm. Yeah, well, um, it, it, the narrative of it, I guess, f- so, sorry, I'm not straight answering your question. I'll straight answer your question. What to like about the idea of redemption is the idea that um, the the punishments that people are experiencing for their bad behaviour are sort of are dissolvable and and there's a path back. Mm. Yeah, that you that it's not too late to re-enter the fold. Yeah, yeah. you're not you're not done. Yeah, you're uh, not the worst thing you've ever done for the rest of your life. Yeah, which you know you put it that way, it's quite it seems quite lovely. Um, the, 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 the obvious problem with that is that it's not based on reality. No. Like, there's like the, the, in, in a version of the list where the, the bad ideas are down and the good ideas are up, there should never be a situation where somebody is there is defined by the worst thing that they've done or um, in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like my first, the first thing that gets my hackles up about redemption is that it's an idea that maybe shouldn't have to exist as mm. in if you, it, it feels like, so for those who haven't listened to the episode on it or if the, if you're new to the podcast we currently have on a on almost 60 ideas on the list we have good and evil in the bottom 5 yeah. and i mean people who are fairness s- as well which totally fits into this yep people who think of yeah both really low scoring ideas fulfillment all of these ideas seem to you know all these ideas are a suite of ideas that we judged as um, making up a, a worldview in which which allows for the idea of people being judged as static state, uh, good or bad, valid or invalid, um, or just, um, yeah, or puts on it, you know, creates a a view of reality, which is about reaching end state goals, either successfully or not successfully. Mm -hmm. And our observations about all those ideas is that that just doesn't map to reality or except insofar as it makes, makes reality worse by make, by getting people to spend a lot of their time smushing themselves into those stories. But yeah, I feel like, on the let me put it this way my my knee jerk instant reaction is that redemption both it springs from a situation where people are putting a lot of effort into codifying people as good or bad valid or invalid early in the piece 
of the, you know, at, at some point before the whole redemption process started in a way that services neither the great things that people are capable of or the horrible things that people are capable of. Like, I feel like, um, yeah, uh, as though those things aren't just product of, like so often a product of circumstance anyway. We've also got free will pretty low. Um, and even, but even if you did accept the idea of free will, I don't know, the average person walking around across, if they live across a, certainly if they live across an average lifespan are going to be, certainly within statistical ranges, they're going to be doing, they're going to be such a wild mix of acts that are uh, laudable and um, heartwarming and wholesome to acts that are harmful to others. Um, and obviously I don't want to overstate that. Like I'm not saying oh, everyone's a mix of good and bad. Like some people are doing massively damaging mm-hmm. acts and some people across their lives and some people really aren't doing that much. But yeah, the idea of um, maybe I'm just starting with a really simple, dumb idea that should be obvious, but people don't act as if it's the case, which is that um, people who are, people can be simultaneously uh doing great harm in the world and being quite sympathetic in other ways. And so the idea, the first thing that the redemption story does is kind of flatten that out and be like, someone is either, you know, they're either over here in the trash or they're over here um, in the- One of us. In the guarded space. Yeah. I I think uh, like, I'm actually a bit, I use this word quite a lot in life because I, it just comes up- dragon? Because it comes up quite a lot- um, where I will feel like just have a a sympathy for people that are cast out um, at particular moments um, when of when like across the arc of people's lives, you know, it could just be we just happen to be looking at a particular time point or whatever, and then making our assessments, and those assessments can often, you know, like carry very heavy sanctions, etc. But um, and so I'll often say like you have to have a redemption path, like you have to leave people. Um, uh, uh, at least the a way to get back in the goodwill to, to yeah to because because the narrative is powerful and and people certainly people who have been rejected having that narrative in front of them as in like okay I've done something really horrible or like I've you know I've been like this for so long this is not good had uh, you know I want to step away from these harmful behaviors and um, live with kinder behaviors like redemption is the sort of word that we use for that space in front of them. I'm not, I don't think that that's the optimal way to look at that. Like that's not mm. a reality based way of looking at that situation, but I, I, I do think that um, there's utility, but I think that that utility comes from responding to the sort of aggregate of, as you're saying out there, people acting as though good, good and evil and fairness and all these other very heavily downweighted ideas are um, realities rather than just and guiding narratives. Yeah. yeah, guiding. Yeah, exactly. And so like, so I just want to be, make sure that um, in our, discussion of this that we're we're not looking at the idea that somebody can be redeemed or something like that it's more we're looking at the idea that does somebody have to be redeemed or like what does that even yeah, mean exactly like, yeah, yeah. What, the idea that you need that there's a process again another idea we've got really low at the moment is asceticism mm-hmm. um the idea of like um achieving transcendence through ordeal and i feel like that's kind of baked into redemption as well it was just like you yeah. know, I mean, we haven't really, we haven't aside, like a penance. Yeah, we have. Aside from imprisonment, we haven't um, ranked a lot of stuff that's directly about like the punitive process uh, that connects to rehabilitation. But when yeah. we when we talked about imprisonment, we did say that the version that we, which we ranked high-ish, we we were very 
we were very explicit in saying that the version of imprisonment that we're more comfortable with is one that's separate from the rehabilitation narrative because yeah. the rehabilitation narrative we felt is often used insidiously to try and justify imprisonment, whereas we, we were most comfortable about the version of imprisonment that was as hard to justify as possible. It could only be justified in, um, in the most extreme practical sense of need. It, it just very much feels like um, these sets of beliefs like come from feelings that that are you know, kind of like monkey brain type reactions to social mm. situations of, you know, who's been wronged and how, and how to address that, you know, with sort of like, you know, ideas of a type of justice or and intuitive of, justice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, emotions based reasoning, like, yeah. Um, which, um, it's, it's hard to know how much of that we can actually transcend, but I feel like here, at least in this space, we're trying to be as ambitious as possible, and with um, this, and certainly with things that are story forms. Because yeah, my yeah. conviction, my my judgment is that things that are story forms aren't the story form layer isn't intrinsic like that to the human organism. It's not invincible to time, mm, exactly. anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Let me put um, let me put it this way: if you were gonna um, look at this from the really kind of cynical end from like the, you know, the, from the bleaker assessment of human nature and mm. be like, ah, oh, you know, uh, humans, are humans are a bunch of, uh, creatures walking around doing the wrong thing. And we need, we need a way to deal with that. I think the reason few religions based on that one, <laughs> I'll be interested to hear more about them. But the, the thing that, um, that I, yeah, the thing that that makes me think is that, and maybe that's from observing different people in my life and myself that if you, if instead of having a redemption, I can set up the idea of like, Oh, I've done something wrong and I'm acknowledging it. And now I have to go through a process to get from being a, a bad person because of that to being a good person again. I don't know. Me personally, I benefit, I've benefited massively from my life of just being, having it brought to my attention or realizing that I've done something really wrong, that I've been harmed, that I've been harmful to another person. And then just incorporating into my worldview that I'm a person who's capable of that and will be capable of that. Yeah. And that rather than kind of catastrophizing it or, um, you know, like creating a sort of romantic level narrative about what that makes me as a person, which again is, because that really that's ultimately self-serving mm. and sort of egocentric to be like, oh, my my pain and my harm is this uh, outsized ca catastrophic thing as opposed to it's like, no, as a mundane human in the world, um, I have. That's not, yeah, it's not the best primary way of accessing mm. the spirit, uh, theory of mind. Sometimes, yeah, and I've and that's been helpful for me, for me, and then sometimes in terms of like talking to loved ones and friends in my life who have, who I've seen falling into that same cycle of thinking that I've thought sunk into of just being like, Oh, I guess I'm just trash. And it's like, no, 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 chill it out a bit. You're kind of trash and you're kind of good, but you, yes, now you know that you can be, you, you could be this at any given moment. What are you going to do with that information? What are you going to do with that information? And guess what? From now until the day you perish, you're going to have to be calibrating your responses based on it. I think that's, that's the thing aside from anything else, the idea of redemption it just feels a little exhausting because if the idea is, it just feels to knit to this idea of it's like, all right, don't do any bad stuff. And if you do do bad stuff, do go through a huge, huge process to get back to the point where you're a person who doesn't do bad stuff. And that's, that just feels like the risk factor of, well, then yeah, you could go through all that process and then you do something bad again. And there's so much runway of life left. If you've got even a few years left of your lifespan, like you're going to do bad things again, just, um, 
yeah, just try and calibrate it day to day in a way that, and to me, that's easier to do if you just, rather than, yeah, maybe I just don't have a lot of tolerance for stressing about whether you're good or not, Mm. (laughs) which of course I wouldn't because I'm part of the team that flawlessly ranked good and evil in its uh, correct spot (laughs) in the bottom five. You're a critical part of that team. Yeah, I I like to think um, I'm here. Um, Yeah, I think I uh, I agree with everything you're saying there. And like, if I think about, um, like, I, I, th- I think just at a like bone level, I know that it's like a, you know, monkey brain or reptile brain, like fun luck thing. Dragon that people brain. We na- the, luck dragon brain. Thing that like, we just naturally draw on that's not based on reality. Cause even in like, um, you know, in my social group or something like that, if someone does something like breaks a glass, but then like does something like 20 minutes later, that's nice for someone else. I'll, I'll love to, to yell out redemption because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. so, so, so stupid. Like, um, and I think one, there's one redemption, um, narrative that, that's like a low level one that has just annoyed me for years, which is that, um, there'll, there'll always be an article or like, you know, it'll be noteworthy when somebody like, you know, say, say, someone is a, a banker and then, you know, they get to retirement age and then what do they do with all their like resources? Oh, they actually don't even just, they don't even just, you know, spend all their money all the day. They like, they're like open up a, uh, you know, a, a charity car boot sale and they'll run it and they'll, or they'll become a teacher in the local community. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, isn't this a wonderful thing to do? I'm like, what? Like there are people that just do those things from the beginning the from whole the time because it's more aligned with their values, but it's yeah. like this sort of like, you know, extra waiting for if somebody has like yeah. turned away from saying that the X group doesn't like. I remember because, you know, my mom took me to church as a kid and I remember um, the the uh, story of the prodigal son being read out. And that was a funny one as a kid. Like, I don't like not to say I was classically just kind of like just beating my head against the back of the pew in boredom kind of young kid at church, but like Picture it. I would still listen to the thing. So, but, you know, I maybe didn't pick up all the intended nuance or detail, but the story of the prodigal son, which was like particularly the bit where the prodigal son leaves the family, goofs around, comes back, and then there's the other kid who's just been faithful the whole time. Yeah. And um, they come back and it's like, all right, um, let's, I, f- I forget the exact details. I think they, you know, they they slaughter the mum to feed to the prodigal son, I think is how the story goes. But they, um, but either way, they, they slaughter the fatted calf and the, um, the good, good son is like, what gives? Like, and they're like, we're just so happy that this guy's back. And yeah, like six-year-old me was like, it didn't. I I wasn't one hundred percent on board. Yeah, here's your lesson: don't just don't. You know, you got to break the rules to get the good calf. Keep the keep the keep your ex, like create extremely low expectations. And yeah. Come to think of it, I've you know I've certainly leveraged that lesson multiple times in life. Yeah, good thing you heard it. Yeah, but um, yeah, I. It's. Or I certainly, on a related note, I certainly have situations in life where, you know, I'll be in, I've noticed that in certain situations because of facile ways about how I present, um, sometimes the first time I meet someone, they'll have a, you know, a, not a, if not like a super negative judgment of me, they'll be a bit dismissive of me. And then if they get to know me later and find out that I'm like basically decent to be around, it's like they suddenly like me a lot in a way where it's because, it feels oh, I like love it, it's that. because, like to the, it's literally a, th- a thing I've noticed enough, Chris, to the point where sometimes I lean in a little bit. Right. First time I meet people, first time I meet people, so I'll spit on them. If or... I, just you, just you know, like kill their fatty calf. But no, <laughs> like if if there's um, if there's parts of my personality where I'm like, oh, this person will find this a bit much. I'll do a little bit of it, 
and the sense of like, well, if I meet them a few more times and they'll, they'll get a more rounded picture and then they'll, they'll be like, oh, this guy's actually great. And the actually great is way worth way more than just meeting someone and just thinking they're great straight away. Oh, uh, that's, yeah, maybe to you. I like, that makes me sick. It's happened to me a few times, mm. like where people like will overtly say, oh, I thought you were, you know, X mo- like type of monster or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. actually really like you. And I'm like, gross. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> again, if there was just a cleaner, easier way to get to these things, I'd take that instead. But, yeah. um, you know, the, uh, it does. Sh- yeah, I know. But again, I'm, I know I'm, what you mean. What am just, I? I'm like, leveraging stories. I'm leveraging stories that cross map with the redemption story. If I'm doing that at all. Yeah, like I absolutely feel um, fall into the guilty camp of like if there's like a group doing a task where I'll like you know um, you know preemptively set like low like like I'll trash myself unfairly and then You're right. and then you know if I can do it then great because it's like. Yeah, the power, yeah, I'll have a little, the little slingshot of that. Uh, hey, Chris, can the you redemption hand me the, effect? Can you hand me that coffee cup? It's like, oh, get ready for the worst handing of a coffee oh, cup you've ever seen. I'm so weak. Hopefully, I don't kill myself by accident <laughs> while handing you this coffee cup. Oh, you nailed it! Thanks yeah, so much. Chris, that was great. What are you talking about? Great. Oh, a little compliment. <laughs> um, and what yeah. a shameful behavior. That is. <laughs> And yeah, maybe I'm again. I I think the version the the without redemption, the thing as as often is the case. The thing that I'm asking for instead from people is is a lot to ask, which is the idea of just having a engagement with people, an early engagement with people, and the idea of people in their selfhoods that is as free of projection as possible, mm. um, and as free of um, story form based judgment, where you're just like, okay what is happening in front of me in terms of this person's behavior and how does that work in the perspective of what I know of the world and of humans? And then, yeah, now that I've said it, I'm like, no, that's, not that, much, that's that. not that much hard. Yeah. And I mean, it feels like that wouldn't be that hard actually, if it weren't for these other ideas that are in the world. Yeah. And I think, I think that really becomes hard when you're removed for, entirely from, you know, you have no firsthand experience of whatever the, the people that you're responding to is like, yeah. you know, that sort of, we talked about this a little bit with celebrity. Yeah. Um, yes. I, like I, I do um, suspect that a lot of it is inescapable, but I guess by putting the idea. Low. But yeah, low, by not bringing it in. What, what elements do I think are inescapable? I, yeah, I guess it's like, it's back on the, the playing it cool. You know, it's like the mm. more we can have that separation between our immediate emotional responses to on, yeah. on how to behave and, you know, make proclamations and judgments, etc., in navigating the world and taking a moment to That's a good point. Reflect the, you know, yeah. It feels like a lot of the need, a lot of the schisms between people and another person, like a lot of the shame being heaped on certain people around their behaviours and actions comes from not just what the person did, but how they made the people feel when they did that. Yeah. Which is, and I don't want to be dismissed. Sometimes people are just doing horrible harm yeah, yeah. and huge acts of thoughtlessness. But some, t- but also the thing that is routinely happening is that people are feeling massively betrayed or um, having their expectations or hopes about a person dashed in a way that would be ameliorated or would be less so if people could just have a slightly less projected, more balanced sense of who people are or who people are likely to be going in. I, again, you know, I don't like as someone of average intelligence. I feel like just getting to a point in my life where I was able to just um, expect people to be about as 
to behave more or less the way that people act and and realize that, that I had no reason, there's no utility to me even wanting in life, you know, a, a class yeah. of people who were like perfect um, paragons of uh, supposed virtue. Like, yeah, isn't that a trap? It's weird, right? Like people, it, you, we act as if that's what we're hoping for, but I'm like, why? Why am I even, why do I, why would I even want that? Yeah. You know, why can't I just. The best outcome of that is you're surrounded by people who are very effectively masking. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like that's which is a nightmare. Really. And and meanwhile, think about like listener, stop and think about some of your favorite people in life and think about how just so intrinsically wedded uh to the things that you love about them, that delight you about them are the things that are also hard to deal with. Like it's all one thing. Like even not to say that they might they might, you know, the people your loved ones might have a lot of potential to clean up their act around certain stuff. I dare say they do, but how would you separate out one part of the, their self from the other part, really? Like, you know, it's... it's it... I, I, I often think of any trait as like, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a cost and a benefit. It's just yep. a trait. Like, They're just traits, yeah. 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 And that's, yeah, there are whole clinical schools that yeah, formulate nice that way. if nice to you through hardship, guess what? That's, that's, that's going to have an exact concomitant one-to-one, you know, mm. negative impact <laughs> yeah. in other ways. Yeah. That's fine. Everyone's just different. It's fine. And yeah, they're just things to calibrate around and to contend with and yeah i feel if there was more of a more scope and you know if people the things that people are doing all the time the thing that all of us are doing all the time which is just cutting some slack to that reality if you just did it more and more Mm. i think if you did it even more than you're doing it um if i did it even more than i'm doing it then i'd be having a better time is my hunch i reckon we can get ranking on this i I feel like just want to say first before we do that redemption itself the narrative in the way that we're talking about it is I think um, sort of like an icing of a cake of other bad ideas, you know, like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't exist as a bad idea without the worst ideas. So I, I don't think it's like bottom five territory. I just think it's like, I agree. No good. Yeah. Great. I, yeah, it's, there's just, I mean, our bottom five is just such a, just such a bin of jerks. Hold on one sec. I'll pull up the list. The most positive thing I can say about redemption is that the narrative does is powerful and does exist and does does motivate people to to you know reverse their harm causing behaviors often and to um you know do positive behaviors but it's not the it's not a, a reality based um motivator and it's not therefore it's not an optimal one it's anyway. not an optimal one and this thing i i love the idea of people knowing at all times that at any given time no matter what the circumstances of their life are is that there's the potential for them to behave and act in a way that is close to that is closer to who they want to be and how they want to act. But um, I think you get a better, cleaner version of that if people's conceptions of who they want to be and who they are is like cleared of a lot of the junk and driftwood of like mm. of kind of, you know, morality-based character narratives. Yeah, well put, morality-based character narratives. Because I, I was just going to say something you see all the time is someone who's done something really bad that, that, that nobody in their social group or whatever they know about. And then they're just way over the line, like in the other direction. And then inevitably there's a, there's a fall again. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and because it's, it's just, um, I don't know. Um, Maybe I'm going too abstract in that, but maybe that will resonate with look people as well. well. Look what podcast you're on, Chris Hendry. But yeah, <laughs> the, um, but yeah no, I, I think, um, again, before we get to ranking, just just to agree, like the um, idea of, it's, yeah, I think a lot of people get frustrated when people in the public eye 
who have uh, done massive harm then get to have a re- you know get get to have a redemption arc mm. and come back. And to me, I it's less about whether I have no. I usually these these are celebrities. Usually they're strangers. I have no clear read on what the sum total of their behaviors mm. across their life are and how what kind of coefficient score I can give them. I just know that the. Um, the way that it's all being judged uh, through the redemption arc is is just a bit clumsy and crude. Yeah, I used to be. I used to really buy into it heavily as well, um, mm. and it didn't serve anything. What is, so? If we think, because yeah, because like bottom five, we've got like faith, fulfillment, natural good and evil ideology. Um, above that, we've got asceticism. It's not as bad as that. I no, don't think. I don't think so either. Um, up there, up rights debate fairness. I don't think it's as bad as fairness. No. Free will, um, free, free will. It's up around this thing. So this is going up from the bottom. So free will, revolution, aristocracy, fandom, borders, health, genius, celebrity, celebrity, philosophy. Uh, okay, it's it's in it's within that bracket. Yeah, I would say because marriage is above that, and that's the marriage was is the I feel like that's still holding the line as the one where it's just kind of like, meh. I mean, do you need it more than like trashing the heck out of it? Yeah. Um, whereas, I feel like it's below aristocracy. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Like more in more cross, yeah, more insidious and cross uh, uh, cross cutting in terms of where it's like the things that it can be mucking up. Yeah, and I feel like peop, you know, people, most people could see aristocracy now and be like, that's a bad idea, like, yep. you know, for me in my life, whereas I don't think redemption... Easier to resist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so revolution and free will. It's in... It's So revolution and free will, which is above fairness. So um, how do you think that's it's somewhere in and around those two? It's difficult because both of those are catastrophic, potentially. Yeah. Um. Redemption, I don't think he's as catastrophic. I just think it's not. Yeah, right. So I would probably put it above. Yeah, I think that's right. I think it's, that's it's a spot for it. Certainly, yeah, certainly not as bad as free will. Just because, mm. like, free will, like, if the thing that we're, the thing that we're lambasting it for, which is across, which is a mismapping of reality, free will is a much bigger one th- of, than that. Yeah. And if you also, yeah, if free will's lower than the worst, like the the worst story forms that make up the, that affect the story form redemption, redemption itself. Up there. Yeah. Um. Revolution is, um, I mean, we did a whole episode on it uh, that listeners should listen to. But, yeah, yeah I mean, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think they're close. I mean, they are close. They're going to be next to each other on the list. Yeah. But, yeah, I do think Revolution, even though, again, it, yeah, I think they're kind of dead heat in terms of how much how much sticky and pervasive potential they both have to be, in each, to, to be affecting society. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the... You know, revolution just has, uh, and again, they're, they're yeah, they're quite comparable because it's um, they're both uh, story forms of a process that needs to be gone through, like a cleansing yeah. process yeah. of ordeal. This and is what sacrifice. transformation looks like. Yeah, yeah, um, and the revolution one has, uh, so, yeah, I mean, and they've both been proven to not map to reality, but yeah, revolution straight up has more, uh, I guess, yeah, just more of a guaranteed. Um, body like a more guaranteed body count of harm, like redem- yeah, a redemption, a more dynamic consequence or yeah. something. A redemption story is probably going to have um, a lot of icky costs in it. Um, revolution definitely will have heaps of those. Yeah, yeah, cool. Under aristocracy and above revolution. It's funny that those three should end up together because I was thinking about Napoleon a lot during 
our conversation. Yes, a classic Chris Hendry person to be thinking about. It is really, is it? You love Napoleon. <laughs> no. I love Wait, it. have I had that wrong this whole time? I love time? learning about Napoleon. No, I know, I know. Nick, <laughs> I am Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> a huge, an end of year twist for, <laughs> from your favourite podcast, Rank Ideas. Um so yeah, it'll probably already be 2021 by the time you got, you all hear this because we've got a few episodes backed up, some spicy ones. Uh, and because maybe you've just made some time, you know, yeah. in your 2021 to have caught up. It's true. Maybe we'll listen to this in 2041. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And if so, Klaatu Narada Nikto. <laughs> um, I hope I'm strong by 2041. You'll be, yeah, Chris. Really strong. Twenty A 20-year 20 arc of... Um, Improvements is the that's the kind of timeline that a trainer of my caliber can guarantee. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. As long as um, uh, you don't do anything bad in the meantime. Oh no! What about bad things I've done in the past? Hopefully, all this exercise will work them out. Yeah, exactly. Get yeah. the kinks out. That's what the term "getting the kinks out" means. Because when you do wrong, people that suddenly take up a lot of running. <laughs> it's a surefire sign of a heart heavy with sin. Um. We've been your goofy, goofy hosts on this spoofy, spoofy podcast. It's not a spoof. We're doing dead serious about this. And yet yeah. again, we've ranked the idea in the right spot. Perfectly. It's striking Obviously. to me, but yeah. it shouldn't be after so long, but it, it's it's like magic. Yeah. Have, it's like magic. Have a nice time. Have a nice time. Bye. Motion, motion, motion. Sometimes commotion, sometimes no commotion. Rank ideas.